BC, the great Chinese emperor Ken Shi Huang buried 460 scholars alive before burning all the books in his kingdom so he could control how history would remember his reign. Banned Books The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie Captain Underpants, Series, by David Pilkey 13 Reasons Why by J. Asher Looking for Alaska by John Green George by Alex Gino And Tango Makes Three by Justin Richardson and Peter Parnell Drama by Raina Teljamir Fifty Shades of Grey by Yell James Internet Girls, Series, by Lauren Myrickle The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison The Kite Runner by Khaled Hosseini Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins I Am Jazz by Jazz Jennings and Jessica Hurdle the Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stephen Kbosky To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee Bone, Series, by Jeff Smith The Glass Castle by Jeanette Walls Two Boys Kissing by David Levithan A Day in the Life of Marlon Bundo by Jill Twiss Sex is a Funny Word by Corey Silverberg Alice McKinley, Series, by Phyllis Reynolds Naylor it's Perfectly Normal by Roby A. Harris. 19 Minutes by Jody Picoult Scary Stories, Series, by Alvin Schwartz Speak by Laura House Anderson A Brave New World by Aldous Huxley Beyond Magenta, Transgender Teens Speak Out by Susan Cucklin Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas Fun Home, a family tragicomic by Alison Bechdel. It's a book by Lane Smith. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain. The Things They Carried by Tim O'Brien. What My Mother Doesn't Know by Sonia Sones. A Child Called It by Dave Belzer. Bad Kitty, series, by Nick Bruhl. Crank by Ellen Hopkins. Nickel and Dimed by Barbara Ehrenreich. Persepolis by Marjan Satrapi. The Adventures of Super Diaper Baby by David Pilkey. This Day in June by Gailey Pittman. This One Summer by Mariko Tamaki. A Bad Boy Can Be Good for a Girl by Tanya Lee Stone. Beloved by Toni Morrison. Goosebumps, Series, by R. L. Stein. In Our Mother's House by Patricia Polico. Lush by Natasha Friend. The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger The Color Purple by Alice Walker The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime by Mark Hatton The Holy Bible This Book is Gay by Juno Dawson Eleanor and Park by Rainbow Rowell Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close by Jonathan Safran Foer Gossip Girl, Series, by Cicely Von Zegeser House of Night Series, by PC Cast. My Mom's Having a Baby by Dore Hillisted Butler. Neonomicon by Alan Moore. The Dirty Cowboy by Amy Timberlake. The Giver by Lois Lowry. Anne Frank, Diary of a Young Girl by Anne Frank. 
Bless Me, Ultima by Rudolfo Anaya. Draw Me a Star by Eric Carle. Dreaming in Cuban by Cristina Garcia. Fade by Lisa McMahon. The Family Book by Todd Park. Feed by M.T. Anderson. Go the Fuck to Sleep by Adam Mansbach. Habibi by Craig Thompson. House of the Spirits by Isabel Allende. Jacob's New Dress by Sarah Hoffman. Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov. Monster by Walter Dean Myers. Nasreen's Secret School by Jeanette Winter. Saga by Brian K. Vaughan. Stuck in the Middle by Ariel Schrag. The Kingdom of Little Wounds by Suzanne Kokel. 1984 by George Orwell. A Clockwork Orange by Anthony Burgess. Almost Perfect by Brian Ketcher. Awakening by Kate Chopin. Burned by Ellen Hopkins. Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Fallen Angels by Walter Dean Myers. Glass by Ellen Hopkins. Heather Has Two Mommies by Lesla Newman. I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. Madeline and the Gypsies by Ludwig Bemelmans. My Princess Boy by Cheryl Killadavis. Prince and Knight by Daniel Hawk. Revolutionary Voices, a Multicultural Queer Youth Anthology by Amy Songney. Skippy John Jones, Series, by Judith Shackner. So Far From the Bamboo Grove by Yoko Kawashima Watkins. The Color of Earth, Series, by Tong Hwa Kim. The Librarian of Basra by Jeanette Winter. The Walking Dead, Series, by Robert Kirkman. Tricks by Ellen Hopkins. Uncle Bobby's Wedding by Sarah S. Brannan. Year of Wonders by Geraldine Brooks. 1. According to research into voice search trends from 2018, 1 in 6 Americans used a voice search speaker. The numbers shouldn't surprise you. With our everyday lives becoming more and more hectic, it was only a matter of time before people would choose voice search over the more traditional means of data input. The figure in question represents a 128% rise when compared to 2017. In 2018, Alexa was leading the forefront of voice search trends, but the future might be leaning in Google's favor. 2. When it comes to mobile usage, 1 in 5 adults used voice search in 2018. Indeed, the voice search trends are rising more and more since the hectic nature of our daily lives requires expedience. Just compare the amount of time you need to type a search query to the amount of time you need to just say it out loud. 3. If you view the stats in total, as of January 2018, there were 1 billion voice searches per month. Indeed, voice search is becoming more and more popular. What's most important is that it's not just being used by people who are too busy to type. Voice search stats show that they're being used more and more by people who have difficulties with certain tasks throughout their everyday lives, such as the elderly, disabled, etc. 4. When it comes to location, 52% of Americans use their voice search devices in their living rooms, 25% of them place them in their bedrooms, while the remaining 22% keep them in the kitchen. It's understandable that most people have used their voice search devices in their living rooms since that's where they spend most of their time. 
bedroom voice search stats can also be explained by the fact that a lot of people wake up and manage their obligations right there at the start of their day. However, the most surprising stat is that almost a quarter of Americans place it in their kitchen. This phenomenon can be explained by the fact that more and more Americans use cooking tutorials. Therefore, we can safely say that voice search devices enrich every aspect of our lives and educate us on a daily basis. 5. Comscore says that by 2020, 50% of all searches will be voice searches. The smart speaker system is quickly becoming one of the most important user interface devices. As noted previously, it increases efficiency and the speed of completing tasks in our everyday lives. You don't have to type words anymore and waste already precious time. Another fact that is quickly changing the landscape of user interface devices is the competition between the most notable smart speaker manufacturers. As you are reading these lines, Google, Amazon, and Apple are already devising new ways to make voice search more accessible and easier. Therefore, the claim by Comscore that more than 50% of users will use voice search in the not-so-distant future doesn't surprise at all. 6. The impressive presence of voice search devices in our lives is best shown by the fact that 72% of people who use voice search devices claim that these devices have become part of their daily routines. This can be explained in quite simple terms. Once you get to know smart speakers and familiarize yourself with their functions, it's pretty hard to go back to traditional keyboard-based input devices. Simply put, it's very hard to go back to a lesser means of input once you get used to the improvement. 7. According to other related voice search statistics, 65% of Amazon Echo or Google homeowners don't want to go back to the days of keyboard input. This statistic neatly ties itself into the last one. As we stated before, it is very hard to go back to keyboard searches once you get to know the advantages of voice search. It's human nature to prefer easier solutions over harder ones. That's why it shouldn't surprise that the keyboard will probably pass into history one day. 8. As for the demographic-based voice search statistics, 35.8% of millennials use voice search once a month or more, whereas only 10.1% of baby boomers do the same. As usual, new generations are way more ready to accept new technological trends and improvements. Think of all the times you helped your parents set up that new gadget. New generations are, in general, more susceptible to changes and can adapt way easier and faster than older generations. All in all, we should be expecting more and more voice search usage with millennials growing up and taking up the workspace. 9. According to some other voice assistant statistics, 25% of individuals aged 16 to 24 use voice search on their mobile devices. Generation Z is also becoming more and more versatile with voice search technologies. As noted before, new generations have it way easier when it comes to adopting new technologies. In addition, Generation Z is still in its teens, and as we all know, teens adapt to new circumstances better than anybody else. This means that we are practically one generation away from the total dominance of voice search technologies. 10. Generation X represents the biggest percentage of voice searches. Individuals age 26 to 35 are the most likely to be smart speaker owners. 
more and more millennials are making smart speakers part of their daily lives. The reasons for that are manifold. Smart speakers make any search easier and more accessible. They also make learning on the go easier than ever, since Americans, as previously noted, use them in every part of their home. It's only natural that voice search will become more and more present in every aspect of an average person's life. 11. When it comes to voice search products, Google and Amazon account for 94% of all smart speakers in use. The reasoning behind this statistic is pretty obvious. Google and Amazon were the first ones to capitalize on the newly open market. If you add to that the fact that people prefer developing relationships with brands they already know, it's no wonder that Echo and Home make for the vast majority of the smart speaker market. Although Alexa is trying to push itself onto the market, it's still a long way from these consumer favorites. 12. When it comes to buying with voice-activated search, it's important to know that at least 22% of smart speaker owners have bought something using voice search assistance. We've already talked about the fact that voice search permeates our everyday lives. Since it was first introduced, online shopping was rejected as just another high-tech craze that wouldn't last. However, now we see that online shopping has become a major, if not the most common, mode of shopping. It is only natural that voice search devices will take this role in the future. 13. If you ever thought about voice search marketing, you'll be pleased to hear that 52% of smart speaker users would like to receive information on sales while 39% would like to receive business information through their smart speakers. Let's face it, people have used smart speakers in order to make their everyday lives easier and more convenient. It shouldn't surprise, then, that smart speaker marketing is the next big step in the development of digital advertising. In the end, let's not forget that word of mouth is still one of the best advertising methods, so why should it be any different for smart speakers? Fourteen. Other voice-activated search stats claim that 19% of consumers have made a purchase using Amazon Echo, while a whopping 33% plan to make a voice-activated purchase in the next year. Smart speakers aren't just for education anymore. The aim of any new technology is to make life easier, and the same goes for shopping. We can easily imagine a future where making a shopping list and acquiring the necessary items are one and the same. In fact, it is only a matter of time when voice search shopping will outrank traditional shopping methods. 16. When it comes to data for the next year, it is estimated that voice search devices in 2019 will become a $601 million industry. With Google and Amazon already dominating the market for smart speakers, it's hard to imagine that Apple or any other company will surpass them in the next year. However, one thing is for certain, and that's the fact that the smart speaker industry will continue to grow even more. With more and more applications, we are sure to see smart speakers completely overshadow other, more traditional, user interface modes. 15. The most optimistic search by voice statistics claim that by the end of 2018 the number of smart speakers in use could reach 100 million. Although this number may seem a little bit out there, it is true that smart speakers are more and more becoming a part of the average person's daily life. Both Google and Amazon are selling more and more units of their smart speakers. Just as TVs and computers became ubiquitous at one point, 
It's just a matter of time when smart speakers will take their lead and become an integral part of every home. 17. According to some other voice search statistics for 2019, by the end of next year, the number of millennials using voice search will climb to 39.3%. The main characteristic of millennials is that they have already grown up in the interconnected, high-tech world of the future. This means that it'll be even easier for Generation Y to adapt to new technologies than any generation before them. 18. Other voice search statistics claim that 46% of smart speaker owners use voice search to find a business situated in their vicinity every day. This data doesn't surprise us at all, especially if you take into account that smart speakers were built for convenience. The implications for marketing especially one concerning small business, are far-reaching when it comes to voice search. Indeed, marketing concerning smart speakers and voice search is still in its infant steps, and the ones that start utilizing it first will be the one who will benefit the most. 19. The importance of marketing and voice search statistics becomes even more clear when you realize that 28% of consumers call the business after doing a local voice search. This stat is connected with the last one. As stated previously, smart speakers are mostly used for their convenience in everyday life. The importance of a good marketing campaign in voice search can't be stressed enough. We are witnessing the revolution in the usage of search engines, and the ones that don't accept the changes will definitely be left behind. 20. When it comes to voice search products, 45% of smart speaker owners plan to buy another one. Once you get accustomed to the convenience and easiness with which voice search happens, there's no turning back. The data doesn't surprise especially if you take into account the data from stat number 4 from our list. Since all home appliances are being more and more interwoven, it's not a surprise that people want to have access to data in every part of their life or house. 21. Some other voice search stats claim that 25% of consumers haven't yet searched for local businesses using their smart speakers but are seriously considering to do so. Once again, the importance of voice search marketing for local businesses becomes apparent. With more and more people using smart speakers for convenience search, it is just a matter of time when marketers will start using these stats to their advantage. 22. Almost a half of voice search users can't function without smart speakers, 42% of them claim how smart speakers are essential to their daily lives. Voice search statistics are quite clear on this matter, people that get used to them just can't live anymore without them. Indeed, if you combine the ubiquitous nature of internet search with the convenience voice search devices provide it is evident why they are so popular. 23. When it comes to the amount spent on buying using voice search, it's important to note that $1.8 billion were spent voice search commerce in the US, while in the UK this number is somewhere around $200 million. The importance of voice search marketing becomes evident once again. First of all, it's easier to find what you need using voice search. Second of all, if online shopping has surpassed traditional shopping long ago, why should it be any different with voice search commerce? 24. When it comes to mobile devices, 20% of mobile queries are voice searches. Why should voice search be reserved only for smart speakers? Indeed, 
the technology can be used on any device as it provides with a never-seen-before level of convenience. It is no surprise that this percentage will continue to rise. 25. According to Mobile Voice Search Stats, Mobile Voice Searches are three times more likely to be related to local info and business than search done on smart speakers. Anytime you find yourself outside of your home, you are more likely to use voice search simply because of the urgency. It is far easier to use voice search when looking for a local cafe, restaurant or theater, than to type it out when you're walking.
You're listening to Man Behind the Machine. Voicemails from Detroit. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Princess Leia, she'll still be around. I'll keep bringing her back. And uh, even if it's just like a quick little cameo, I mean, no, they ain't going to get paid. I mean, they didn't expect us to go this way. So, like I said, it's just the way it is. Oh, I didn't see that thing on Facebook. I'll have to check it out. I've been running around here. I haven't checked out too many things lately. Got a new store going up here, so I've been kind of concentrating on that, so go to the store, check it out, DetroitDungeon.com we're going to have all kinds of stuff on there for sale I was also working on like a little crazy commercial for our t-shirts it's pretty funny, so once it comes out, we're going to crack it up I was also working on like a little crazy commercial for our yeah, it's quite an interesting way they're going with this whole thing I mean they're doing it, so I can't see why not, you know. Might as well start it off with the news, because it's fake anyway, so people are going to believe it. So who cares who's giving it to them, right? It could be an AI. It could be a regular person. It's a puppet, no matter what, so. No, man, technology is easy to give to the people, because it's quicker. I mean, look at the computer. I mean, look at... Like the technology of Facebook, you know, where you can reach out to all your friends now. It's a convenience. So therefore, since it's a convenience, nobody's going to worry about the intrusion of what's really going on. It's like microwaves. We want to eat quick, but look at all the wavelengths that are in the air, you know, because of microwaves. Remember when they first came out with them, they're like, don't stand in front of microwaves because it's not good to do that. Well, you don't hear too much about that anymore. You know? And I'm sure they've gotten better since that day, but in all in all, technology makes it quicker, convenient, so people are still going to stand in front of the microwave. They don't care, you know. Sometimes they're even counting down because it's not quick enough. Yeah, AI music is just basically music. It's like elevator music. You know, a little bit changed here and there. Sometimes, too, it's interesting because like, I'll hear commercials and it'll sound like a song. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, you know, I wonder if they're actually taking care of the artist on this because it actually does sound like that. But once again, people have kind of flipped it around so they can just use it to get people, you know, to buy products and they're not taking care of people. Sad. Yeah, they're totally going to deep fake their way out. I said, nothing's going to happen. It's just a dance. I mean, come on. Look at all the stuff that they did. Keep in mind how long they've been doing it. And what they've done. You know? Yeah, Lincoln's assassination was also a conspiracy of some sort. Um, there was a couple different things that had to do with that. There was, um, at the time... And it had a lot to do with the British, too. Um, and that's when I think right around the same time that we ended up selling the United States back to the British. <laughs> Ironically, the British still own the United States of America, um, even though we jumped ship. Uh, 
Anyways, but yes, so there was something right around there. I'll have to look it up. And then uh, Nixon knew about, uh, not Nixon, Nixon actually. Um, Nixon was actually good for a couple things too, and they kind of ousted him out. But um, Lincoln, um, he knew some things that were going on. Uh, we're talking about, you know... start them early get them trained and stuff get them excited around things you know like you know things that are fun like let's just say welding you know so there you go some kids will enjoy that it has to do with fire and different things you know and you can build you know so now you get them interested in the idea and then maybe he'll say okay well or she will say because it's obviously easy for you know, both men and women to be welders okay well i'm gonna go to a junior college that's paid for you know by the higher ups the so-called socialized you know college that we're looking for and now you have someone that's actually saying okay well i want to go into something that kind of interests me in high school and now i can get involved with that in junior college and maybe turn it into a job and I don't have to be thousands and thousands of dollars. I can come out and I could be making money. And then when I'm making money, if I choose to go into something else, well, there you go. Take that money and maybe go to a different type of college. Yeah. Well, you know. And sadly, in today's high school world, it seems like we really rely on these. The, you know, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with this when I say this. It's just the sports level. If, you know, kids aren't involved with sports or something like that, then obviously they're not going to make it, you know. And I'm, I'm sure there's, you know, certain things that are going on in school, you know, that are a lot more different than obviously just sports, but I should hope. But it's weird because even when I was growing up, we had like auto shop, we had wood shop, we had all these different things. And I've heard a lot of this stuff has been taken out of the school systems. You know, step up. Kids are in high school, you know, start them early, get them trained and stuff. Get them excited around things, you know. Like, you know. Yeah, that was true. Total truth. James Earl Ray, I think he was around it, but I don't think he killed them. Ironically enough, uh, I proved that the FBI actually did it, so you won't hear that story too often. In fact, unless you dig really deep on the conspiracy of the death of Martin Luther King, you will not find it anywhere. And the exact same thing happened with Malcolm X. Uh, James or Ray or those is totally eliminate that altogether from the whole situation so and they have their other thing working for them the news which basically is Operation Mockingbird all they're doing is run the stories right to the news and the news is just saying okay we're here to protect you and listen to what they have to say and wear a mask and don't go outside quit your job this guy over here next to you smoked 10 bags of cigarettes a day and he, he didn't watch his weight. So you should quit your job because you're healthy and you exercise. Socialism, that's what it is. Well, the reason why 
you know, all your Facebooks and everything, they echo anything. It's because, once again, they're wrong. You know, keep in mind, Facebook is, I mean, basically, they're just tracking you with better algorithms, you know. But once again, they're not really doing anything because they have all these major events going on, which I imagine, you know, what could have really went down in this whole little monstrosity that's gone on with this election and what could have that we've had. Deep fakes fast emergence in the dark corners of the internet are part of a phenomenon that emerged in the 1990s. The practice of photo retouching is to blur, edit, or improve images of people, celebrities, and other subjects using a computer. But while well-intentioned image editors add a small amount of makeup to enhance a celebrity's looks, image manipulation also became a powerful tool for the creation of pornographic images, where the goal is to pretend a person is something they are not. Deepfakes remain largely the stuff of public fascination. These fake videos, which some call deepfakes after the artificial intelligence tool used to create them, have been used to make bogus pornography, memes and other posts that went viral. But it's difficult to know who's behind the movements, especially with no one claiming responsibility for the recent surge in videos. Deepfakes, the deepfake, a tool of digitally manipulating video in a way that makes it appear that one person is making a different video of a public figure, is now all over the internet. It is one of the most common recent forms of fake news, as it allows people to make videos of well-known actors performing in movies. Conversely, these algorithms can be used to correct fake videos in real time. That's the approach that goes by the name of Lily. Lily is powered by deep learning, an AI technology. Deep fakes, which some have likened to creepy porn are artificial intelligence-based videos that combine real-life images and audio to create fake content. They have found use in online pornography and are also becoming a trend for online trolls. Deepfakes are not easy to create. Each time it takes about an hour and a half. It is a combination of machine learning and lots of hours of training data. Deepfakes are so convincing because of machine learning, face tracking, speech recognition, and animation, combined with state-of-the-art 3D modeling tools. Deepfakes can be convincing, especially if you're not familiar with the subject or can't spot the hoax. While it took a few days for the story to emerge, it has already triggered several reactions. American actress Scarlett Johansson, for one, took to Twitter to ask Google to address the issue. Good day. This is your good friend, Pearl Sagan. And you are definitely listening to you, man behind the machine. <laughs> 